When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cold Strong Power podcast. And for the first time ever, this episode is being recorded, going on to our YouTube channel. And for the first time ever, I also have beautiful wife, Katie, with me. She's joining me here today to help me interview our young athlete of the day is actually a young competitor named Stacy Hartwig. She's 23, and she's here to talk to us about life and the sport and lifting in general. So thank you for being with her, Stacy. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Awesome. So I want to get to know you a little bit better. Just kind of where you're from, where do you train, who do you train with, that kind of thing. Uh, so I, I'm from about five minutes away from Toledo, Ohio, uh, in Oregon. Okay. So yeah, we're, we're pretty close. Um, the gym that I actually train at is called the Animal House, and uh, that's in Toledo. Um, I started off from, you know, knowing Mario Rizzo. He's, he's the, um, the owner of the gym. So I know him, I work with him. And so he's like, Hey, you know, come by and start training. I'm like, all right. So it took me a while to actually get up the guts to go somewhere new and train. Cause I've never power lifted before. And so to go in, in a, in a gym full of bunch of big guys is, uh, was a little intimidating at first. Sure. Um, we yeah, asked once I got in there, it, it, I, the rest is history. So how long have you been lifting? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, probably about three years. Oh, cool. Two and a half, three years. Yeah, it hasn't been very long, but yeah, I, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. Yeah. Well, from the videos I've seen, you've got a pretty damn good start, I think. Well, hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. <laughs> so that's that's three years you've been lifting weights, period, or three years that you've been powerlifting? Powerlifting. I, I did a little bit uh, before. I was more into cardio. Um when I kind of first started getting back or getting into the gym period. And so I would, you know, do a little bit of bench and stuff like that and squats, but it, obviously my form was awful. And I didn't realize that until I got to the gym and, you know, actually learn how to lift. I think yeah. we've all been, I was there myself. I was, I got started at a local YMCA uh, okay. up in Northeastern Ohio, uh, an area called Dover. Okay. So, not too far, from, uh, a few hours. Far, you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not in the immediate area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, do you have a coach? Like, or is the guy that you're working with like is he your coach, or are you just kind of just lifting with? Um, he's not really. Um, he doesn't like to be called a coach per se. He just likes helping out. Um, for a while, I didn't. Um. I didn't have anyone helping me. I kind of just went in there, did what I wanted to do, did what I felt like doing. Uh, and I kind of enjoyed it that way because yeah. in, you know, that aspect, if I had a long day, I don't, you know, I don't have a single on the, on the list of things to do. So, you know, I'm not trying to force myself to do something that I just, I'm not feeling. Um, but what, since Tyler Butcher has been kind of helping me out, uh, he kind of made up a schedule, training schedule for me to, to follow. And it's actually been working out all right for me. Uh, and it's nice to kind of go in there and actually know what I'm doing. Yeah. Cause before I would just kind of wander around like, all right, what do I do next? 
And so now it's a little bit better. I can, um, I can actually have an idea of what I'm doing before I go into the gym. So I can kind of like mentally, you know, prepare myself for a day of suck or, you know, a day of, um, you know, (laughs) yeah, too many reps and I'm a huge fan of. So (laughs) anything, anything more than a single or doubles, I consider to be cardio. It's 100% cardio. Yeah. I'll get done, have to like sit down for a little bit. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, my respiration is five to 10 minutes between sets and that's with doubles and singles. So (laughs) really I'm on the same. more depending on who's working in. Yeah, true. uh, (laughs) Hey, I'm fine with that. Give myself a little time to breathe. (laughs) Yeah. And she does, uh, everybody. She's a training partner with Tyler Butcher, one of the most legendary squatters out there. Third man in history, I believe, to squat 1,100 pounds single ply. Yes. Which is a pretty, pretty small club of people. Uh, not many strong, people. Not many people. Big, strong, full power guy. Uh, got a big total, big single ply lifter, member of Anderson Powerlifting yeah, as well. Here. What we got next? Um, so I just, I just have another question about your lifting programming. So it's Tyler. Is it like a programming? Like, do you guys follow like conjugate or anything like that? Or is it just a basic like on Mondays you're benching and on Thursdays you're squatting kind of thing? Yeah. So, um, Mondays are our squat days. Uh, Tuesdays are normally like arm accessories. We'll have, it's like kind of an accessory bench day for us. Uh, Thursdays we have Wednesdays off and then Thursdays we'll go in and deadlift. Um, not really my favorite day, but you know, you got to do it. And then, (laughs) and then Fridays are our bench days. Um, so it kind of works out pretty well. My work schedule is kind of weird. So some days I got to alter that a little bit or go in on a Saturday or go in on a Wednesday or something and get it in or double up one day just so I get all my major lifts in for the week. Yeah. That's nice. That was my kind of follow-up questions. If you do lifting on the weekends at all, or is it? I used to more than I do now. I used to lift uh, Saturday mornings. Normally people are going in and doing accessories um, or, you know, the other people who, you know, didn't make it in um, you know, during the week, they'll come in on, on a Saturday and do their lifts or whatever. Uh, so some days I'll go in there. If I'm bored, I'll go in there. But for the most part, I, I sleep in on Saturdays if I can. <laughs> oh, I, see. I do most of my work on the yeah, weekends. We oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a Sunday. My days are actually Mondays and Fridays. I have Mondays and Fridays. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. We'll so, get in there on the weekend. Yeah, I love that's 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 where I do the all my heavy stuff is on the weekends generally. Yeah, it always depends on you know when you've got people in the gym and everything to kind of help yeah. out and also, make sure you don't hurt yourself. Correct. When the crew is there. Um, so do you lift equipped raw? I mean, I guess everybody uh, classic raw basically. Mm-hmm. So I, I just use the I use uh, knee wraps and that's it. I mean, I use wrist wraps, but um, I don't. I'm not single ply. You know, I'm not sure if I'll ever do a single ply meet. If I do, it's going to be later on when I'm, you know, older and, you know, hurt more. Oh, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have tried like a shirt like a long time ago. Um, it's a lot different than raw. A lot different. Extremely. Yes. Yeah. yeah extremely different. The pain level is like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I seen you had a supercharged RAM on though at one of your more recent videos. Yes, I use I like to use the uh, RAMs and the slingshots. 
uh, for even after, even if I do uh, reps or like a single one night, I'll, I'll hop in one of those and, and, you know, go heavier just to feel the heavier weight. You know, I, it's definitely mental for me. So, um, you know, feeling the heavier weight, I know when I go down to whatever weight I'm doing for the meet, I can, you know, do it because it's not super heavy in my hands. Like, you know, a couple plates are, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's all mental for me. I feel like it's mental for most people. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the next uh, question I kind of have for you is, I guess we'll do two sets of goals. Your long-term, let's say over the next decade, I consider that to be a long-term and then your short-term goals, what you want to accomplish, say the next six months to a year. Uh, all right. So my short-term goals, uh, I haven't officially gotten 400 pound squat in, in a meet. Uh, I definitely psych myself out because I know that that's what I want. Um, I've, I've done it twice in two different meets and both times weren't up to par. So I, I squat more than 400, but when I get in the meet, it's, it's like my brain just forgets how to squat. So um, I'm, I want to get that. That's like my main thing, especially this year. I, I will be a 400 pound, like officially a 400 pound squatter. Um, I, I want a thousand pound total. So it'd be about, you know, four, four and two. So that's kind of my short-term goal. I'm like tantalizingly close to a 400 pound deadlift, but deadlifts suck. Yes. <laughs> so not quite there yet, sure. but I, I definitely will get there. Um, my bench is definitely where it kind of um, lacks. Definitely not. I, I definitely don't have the upper body strength as, you know, some people do. So <laughs> it, it takes you a little bit longer. <laughs> um, but my, my long-term goals, I guess I never really thought about long-term goals. Um, I, I want a 500 pound deadlift and squat. I, I mean, I don't see that coming anytime soon. I don't think it's going to take me a decade. If it does, I, that'd be kind of sad, but um, I don't think it's going to take me that long, but that's mainly what I want. And I, I want to be bench in two plates. Um, that's I, I want to have a, a respectable bench. I, I've seen a lot of your videos. Uh, scrolling through your Instagram, I, I don't think you're that far off from 400 in the deadlift, and even as bold as it might mm -hmm. sound, 500 in the squat. I mean, I've seen you squat 400 plus. I think 420 was the heaviest one that I saw. Yeah. Yep. And it's it looks really good. I don't I don't think you're really that far off. Um, bench. I mean, hey, I'm an open book. If you ever want to talk <laughs> bench on a on a, on a personal oh, yeah. basis through Instagram or whatever, I mean, hey, yeah. I'm always here, but. <laughs> um, and Connor knows how to bench. I mean, he can. He knows. He can. He can teach you how to. How to yeah, bench. he's all right. He's yeah, all he, right. He's definitely. He's, he's definitely uh, helped me out a lot with my training. Um, but I just uh, squatted 420 yesterday, and it was. It was generally. It was pretty easy. I mean, it. It, it was heavy. It wasn't you know squatting a bar or anything, but it went up pretty easy. So I know, like you know, I've got more in the tank for that one. Yeah, and uh, so you you, you kind of get the the meat nerves, I suppose we'll, we'll say it that way. That sounds kind of reductive, but what, uh, how many meats have you done so far? Um, four and then one or two mock meets with our gym. So you're, you're just getting, you're just getting started in the competitive side. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, um, I did one maybe 20, 2018. Okay. Uh, we, we've been generally trying to do about two or three a year. Okay. So yeah. Or no, not 2018. What, what year are we in? 2022? Maybe 2019? Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Something right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I have one like on the books. Are you looking forward to this year? 
so we were supposed to do a meet in February uh, on the 12th. I'm not 100% sure if we're going to be doing that one. Uh, so if we don't, we're going to be doing one uh, in June. I think that one's in Eaton. That was, we did that meet last year. It was a pretty good meet. That's Ohio? Eaton? Yes, right? Eaton, Ohio. It's like right there by uh, Indiana. I think it's like right oh, there. The, gotcha. Yeah. So on, on the west side of uh, Ohio. I almost said Columbus. Yeah. West side of Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Something, I don't know. I just drive. I don't know exactly where I'm going, but <laughs> it's somewhere that way. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're just, yeah, those nerves never, I mean, I've been competing for almost 14 years. I uh, can't tell you how many meets I've done, but uh, yeah, those nerves will subside uh, after a while. You'll learn to calm yourself down. Uh, yeah, you'll be fine. If you just, yeah, if you got four meets deep, official, like competitive meets, yeah, you're, yeah. It, it will. Years, yeah <laughs> yeah i i gotta be honest with you they're definitely uh they're they're not fun yet <laughs> i mean i i love training for a meet and i love you know the feeling after the meet you know accomplishing something but during the meet the meets are just not fun there's yeah. there's a lot riding on them you know a lot, that of, will, a lot of work that went into it it will shift it will go the opposite <laughs> way because uh the meet the meets are you know training for me right now sucks <laughs> oh i put myself in utter hell i crawl through these fucking workouts but the competitions are generally easier because my volume and the training is up to here right. the meets are easy how do i do like half the work i would do as yeah. compared to a training session so you will have you that only got to do it once that's exactly mm -hmm. i can do one bench and leave if i want to but <laughs> well i generally sometimes i only get one lift out of the three but i still attempt at least all. you know you have that option correct yeah <laughs> And, uh, so of all those meets that you've done so far like what's been your favorite like your best well, meet memory maybe well the last meet that i did when i was in indianapolis was probably my favorite um we were all supposed to do it as a gym i don't just normally go out and do a meet by myself um uh, i you know i'm generally inexperienced still when it comes to you know meet meets and everything so i, I like to be there with the rest of the gym yeah um yeah it, it's way better and so I, we were all planning on doing this meet. Well, like everyone either got hurt or couldn't do it, or, you know, there's some excuse or the other why no one else was doing the meet. You know, I'm, I'm sitting there at work and I get a call from Tyler and he's like, Hey, so none of us are doing the meet. I'm like, Oh, so I guess I'm not doing it either. <laughs> and, uh, um, and he was like, well, we still, you know, I still got the time off work. And um, one of the other guys that trains there, Josh uh, Spurgeon, he's, maybe a year older than me, uh, super strong. And he's, he, or he was like, yeah, you know, we were already planning on going. So, um, Tyler and his wife, and then Josh and his uh, girlfriend, Kaya, they went with me and my mom and we all went down and, you know, they, they obviously weren't lifting, but they were, they, you know, took time out of their weekend to come watch me and, um, you know, went, in the hot tub at the hotel and the pool and everything and went and ate way too many carbs and felt yeah. fantastic. <laughs> you know, slap happy. And, weekends is all the food that he gets to have, you know? It, it's the best. <laughs> it, it's like, it's one of the things I look forward to. <laughs> it's like, you know, just eating something crazy after, after a meet, you know? Yeah. Yes. yeah. So that's probably one of my favorites that we did. Not the drive. I'm not a huge fan of, uh, you know, driving for a super long time. It yeah, but other than that, it was it was a really good weekend. That's so awesome. I enjoyed it. 
my my limit for driving for me competing is about two to three hours. Yeah. Uh, we drove, we drove, we were in Virginia right now. We drove well, first seven hours home to Ohio and then three hours south to go to Cincinnati Jesus, uh, to help out some friends that at the north of the border meet the Laura Phelps hosted. Okay. I'll be damned if I would compete after driving all that I mean, distance. Yeah. <laughs> With a couple of days ahead of time, even could, uh, like, relax. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I feel you on the travel part. I'm not a big yeah, fan. yeah. I can't, I can't just drive the day of a meet and then do the meet. I'm not waking up that early to drive no. a couple hours somewhere, and I'm, there's no way. We used to do that a lot. Yeah, when we, we were get up at like 3 a.m., drive oh. all the way to Columbus, compete, go to like an XPC meet where it was in some guy's garage and it was raining outside, compete. <laughs> Drive three and a half hours oh, home. I can't believe I used to do that. Well, we were a lot younger. Then. <laughs> I, I, I am <laughs> younger. I'm not sleep. doing that. <laughs> we didn't need as much sleep. Me, I was at least I was 20, so I wasn't like 23. I was 24. I was like 19, 20 years old. I wasn't younger than 30. Yeah, but yeah, I, feel I don't that. sleep before meet, anyways. So like, I then have to go through and drive that whole way. Like, there's no way I'm doing that. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. I have to uh, get it. I have to be at least two days. I have to get there. If the meet's on Saturday, we're driving there on Thursday. Oh yeah. Spend the night, whole day Friday, just relaxing, watching the meet, go eat, sleep, eat, whatever. Yeah. And then I wake up the next morning. So like his like, oh, okay, it's for me. But he's like, I need to make sure that I know the exact route to the hotel and an alternate route because you never know. That's normal. Yeah. Unless we I do that. There event venue yeah, yeah i'll do the same thing exactly um so what do you think is the most important thing you've learned so far in the last couple of years of powerlifting uh, i think the most important thing that i've learned um you're gonna fail you're, you're gonna mess up you know a, a couple of weeks ago even i was supposed to do a heavy single on my on my bench and i pretty sure i just like forgot how to bench um just randomly like i kept like flaring out my elbows and everything i'm like this is frustrating because i know how to do it and, um, just knowing like when, you know, just things don't work out, you know, you, you got to keep standing up and keep going, keep doing it again, keep trying again, putting in the work because at the end of the day, it's going to show that you put in the work for it. Yeah. Um, you know, failing at my 400 pound squat sucks because I know I can do it, but it, it just kind of fuels me, fuels me with my training to keep going and keep getting stronger to eventually where, you know, that what would have been my, you know, a second attempt is now going to be my opener. And I'm going to, you know, break, you know, or I'm going to, you know, already get a PR just on my opener because I've been, you know, practicing and working this hard at yeah. it. So, you know, you know, learning that when you fail, you don't, you don't quit. You kind of have to keep going if you want to, you know, make a name for yourself in this, in the sport. Yeah. And one thing that I am constantly telling him or that we talk about a lot is that no one is going to know how many times you fail to lift. Oh, yeah. And they're not no going to, like, no one says like, oh, well, Jimmy Cole failed a thousand pounds six times in a row for an entire year. No one thinks yeah. about that. They're just like, oh, he benched a thousand pounds. You know, nobody knows how many times Tyler missed that 1100 pound squat. They just right. know he got that squat. He got so, it. You know, failure makes yeah. you stronger and no one's going to know. 
no one's going to know. And like, yeah, that, that's the thing is, you know, you know, you don't realize that when you're sitting there watching someone else lift and like, you know, they, they complete the lift, it's, you know, heavy lift. And then all of a sudden they're super excited about it because they finally got it after so long, after working so hard at trying to, you know, doing all these accessories and putting in the work and going in when, you know, you'd rather be sitting at home or sleeping or something and going in and getting the work put in. And then next thing you know, you can, you show it on the platform. Yeah. Yeah. One of the only true things my my dad ever taught me when he was still in my life was that sometimes it's good. He was speaking when I was in wrestling, so losing and winning, but sometimes it's good to lose because you learn what not to do next time. So exactly. Kind of makes it's kind of relevant. I mean, I don't want to lose all the time or fail all the time, but it I do. I'm still after almost 18 years of lifting and 14 years competing, still learning. And I feel like if you're not learning, no matter how old you are, uh, you're not, you're not doing something right. So yeah. Yeah. You know, going to be learning. If, if you know everything, then you need to, you need to be done. Correct. There's, there's always something more to know. Yeah. So I I guess I should have asked this more at the beginning. Uh, we keep talking about how you, I don't like to use the word fail. I like to say miss, Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I, I, you say you've missed, 400 pounds several times at these meets what are your best uh co- competition lifts in all three right now uh so right now i'm at 380 for my squat um my bench is uh 170 i want to say and and then uh my deadlift is 375 and i can't do math in my head what's that what's that what's your best total with that 915 i want to say 915 Okay. Yeah, uh, so I'm getting pretty close. So. Yeah. What's that? You're not too far from your thousand. No, no, it, it's pretty, it's pretty close. And I, and I think if I, um, at the next meet kind of go up a little bit and, you know, do a 420 pound squat, I can kind of be a little more relaxed with the other two. If, you know, mm-hmm. at least then I, at least I know I've got an extra 20 pounds to kind of play around with, with the rest of the meet. Yeah. So, one out of the way. Yeah, like I said, the way your squats exactly. look, there's, there's no, there's no question you can do it. It's just a matter of yeah. getting that head straight. I mean, it's, it's a skill. It's, it's the la- you have to learn, you know. Yeah, it, the, the last meet they, they said that I wasn't uh, deep enough, and so I, yeah, it, it looked just like my, my 380. So I'm like, God, this is frustrating. But you know, what? I'll, I'll do it again, and, and I'll, you know, make sure I sink it or something. Yeah. yeah. Miss Miss Lips is part of the sport. I mean, oh yeah. I was disappointed, you know, when they hit some of his biggest failed benches was like, oh well, we didn't know if you were locked out. Well, he was holding it for five seconds. Like you can't hold hundred <laughs> pounds for much longer. Actually, you know? I had a beach. But, the first time I arguably successfully benched a thousand was back in twenty nineteen. Yeah. It was, yeah. Was that the whole year, Taylor? Yeah, but that summer of 2019. Yeah. I was at a, <laughs> I <got> a <laughs> one year, four, five meets, one, 12 months of 100% fail. Not, not a single lift. Every time. Every lift. Well, uh, right. But. You got uh, it. No one, no one would know. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, I, did, I did get a thousand pound bench, thousand flat. And the head judge said, racket. They get up off the bench and I got two reds. So I'm like, Shit. Well, repeat the lift. I walked off the platform, but I later found out that the two side guys thought the judge said, take it, not because there's a bunch of noise, screaming, yeah. and music. Oh. So, had I said, what's the problem here? 
You know, they say, oh, we thought he said take it. Hey, head judge, say rack it or take it. They would have maybe overturned the lift. I would have benched a thousand pounds about eight months sooner than I did, but that's frustrating. It's you know, it's just like I said, it's, it's just one of those things. But we also learned that day that don't step off the platform if you have questions. Because once you step off that platform, next lifter. Next lifter. Doesn't matter. Like that was a valuable lesson that we learned that day. So that was cool. always learning something, right? Yeah. At least you know you can do it. Correct. <laughs> That's yeah. true, yeah. Um, so in this like couple years that you've been lifting, who do you look up to in the sport? Who are like some of your favorite people maybe to follow online that you get a lot of your knowledge from? Um, so I, I follow uh, Jen Thompson. Um, I, I, she's fantastic bencher, um, not to sound, you know, sexist or anything, but for being a girl, she's a great bencher. Um, so I like to watch her and like some of her techniques that she uses, um, you know, like, you know, bending your pinkies out, um, it, it just like little things, little things that she does to, to get a pretty good bench. Um, Jenny Donato, I think is how you say it. She's like, uh, she just had, she just had twins. Uh, so she hasn't been lifting a little bit. She is like sponsored by girls who power lift. Um, she's like a hundred pounds and she's, she's deadlifting like 370 pounds. Like, it's just wild to me. She, she's got a, she's got a fantastic, fantastic deadlift. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to check them out. Cause like, we don't, yeah. I don't know, like, we don't keep up with people. Right. So we don't follow a lot of people. And right. then when someone's like, oh, did you see so and so? I'm like, I have no clue who that is, but I'm going <laughs> to out. So we're trying to get better about like knowing more people outside of just like his very small bench only mm. Guys. Yeah, I, I don't like follow a whole bunch of um, like I, I follow like you know powerlifting sites and everything, but a lot of them are like shouting out these certain people. Yeah. Um. So like to to follow like the person itself, I don't I, I don't do a whole lot of. I guess I don't really you know think about it. If I did that, I yeah. I think I'd be hitting follow like every day because every day, you know yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of good lifters out there. Um. Amanda Lawrence, she's a good one. Uh, she's pretty strong. Um. Yeah, I, I, basically the, the guys in the gym, you know, I don't want to sound cheesy, but, you know, I like, you know, going in there and watching them, watching yeah. them do their lifts, you know, seeing them and, you know, seeing like, oh, you know, I know, I don't know how much weight's on the bar right now because I can't count that high, but hey, you know, that looks pretty good. That looks pretty heavy. <laughs> like, yeah. Good job. Yeah. I don't think that's cheesy at all. I think my favorite power lifters are the people that we live with every day, you know, because oh, yeah. you get to see them progress and you like. Jim has been doing this for so long uh-huh. and one of our youngest crew members, well, maybe not youngest. He is right. Oh, pretty young. He's yeah. a junior. He's like 22. Taught Jim something this week with his straps. And he was like, oh, hey, yeah, you're using those wrong. And Jim's like, oh, am I? And he was like, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it changed his whole, like whole setup. Everything was so good. And so you can learn from literally everyone. And oh, yeah, so yeah. You know, people watching and seeing where, you know, someone started out or like when I first got to the gym and seeing where they were. And, um, you know, we've got one guy who, um, who's, he's from West Virginia, but he, he moved up here. Um, and he was like afraid to do, uh, you know, three fifteen per on his bench. You know, he, he, you know, he would do all the change. He had like two plates and all the change on there, but just would not put third plate on. And so now he's like just constantly repping that out now, like it's no big deal anymore. So it was cool to see him before not being able to get that lift. And then all of a sudden, you know, now he's just doing it for reps. Yeah. 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 It is so great. 
what what's your what's the biggest uh, obstacle you've had to overcome uh, whether that be just in training competing uh obviously this life in the sport what, what's the biggest obstacle you've come to definitely the mental aspect of it um you know when you when you see a lot of weight on the bar you know you know like i have to tell myself i i've done this before i know i can do this one it's you know not that big of a deal if i'm in training you know i can mess this up it's okay i'll do it again you know i'll keep trying at it and i, I think just getting the mental aspect down and like the mental endurance when i'm doing you know threes and you know if i'm deadlifting and i'm doing something heavy for threes threes suck i don't like them yeah. it's 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 heavy and you got it like I, I'm, you know, on my first one, I'm like, this sucks and I got to do it two more times. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of mentally saying, all right, you got to keep going. You can't quit. You know, the third one might be kind of a grinder, but you know, you, you got to keep doing it. It's going up regardless if you feel it or not. You know, sometimes I'll be like, man, that sucked. That moves super slow. And I'll look back at the video and I'll be like this, it looks smooth. You yeah. know, it looks a lot smoother than I, than I thought in my head. You know, that's, that's kind of the perk to me at least about having uh, videos taken so that way I can actually see how easy it looked, you know, yeah. kind of or in my head. I'm like, all right, that looked, yeah, yeah, right. Like it, it looked easy. It, it's going to go up again. You know, next time I do this weight, it's going to go up again. It was easy. I could put more weight on the bar, you know? So I think just mentally being able to get over that hump of, you know, I don't know if I can, it's heavy. Well, you, you know, lift it anyways, you know, right. <laughs> that, that mentality, you'll, you'll become mentally tougher as you go along. It's, it's something you have to, I don't, I don't know. And maybe some people are just born with it. I certainly wasn't born with it. I had to be taught. I had to learn how to be mentally tough and right. uh, confidence is big. Yeah. Confidence is one of the things I talk about most uh, with people or when I go live on Instagram or whatever, I always talk about confidence. Uh, that, that'll, that'll come with time. So um, I think you got, like I said at the beginning, you've got a fantastic uh, start. Thank you. Can't wait to see what the next few years bring to you. Oh yeah, me either. Yeah, <laughs> Big yeah. numbers. Exactly. We got next. So let's see. This is the same question I asked earlier. So get that one. What is something that powerlifting has done for you that you didn't expect? Like everyone expects, like they're gonna get a little bit stronger, you know. But like, is there anything that stood out? Um, I I would just say the you know friendships that I've made throughout this. I didn't expect to like powerlifting. I never wanted to compete. You know, when I went into the gym, I was never in the mindset like, oh, I'm going to compete. I'm going to, you know, do a bunch of big lifts on the platform. I, I didn't think about that. I really didn't want to. And um, Mario was like, hey, you know, you should just, you just, you should try one. Just see if you like it. If you don't like it, don't do them anymore. But he was like, I promise you're going to be hooked. Like, yeah, right. And so um, I did one meet and ended up being, you know, I, I loved it. Like just the camaraderie, the, you know, closeness, everyone's cheering each other on. And, and like, I get like a lot of sports are kind of like that, but this is different. You know, you're not, you're not um, competing against anyone else, but yourself. And yeah. so learning, learning all of that. And, you know, the friendships that I've made over time, it, you know, I never expected to have any of that. I never expected to love the sport as much as I do. So, um, you know, the stronger part, you know, like, like you said, I knew that was going to happen, but the rest of it on top of that, I, you know, it was just kind of a big bonus, you know, cherry on the cherry on top yeah. that I didn't think was going to happen from this. That's fantastic. I love that answer. That's great. If you could ask any powerlifter for advice, they could be living, they could be dead. Who would it be? And what would you ask them? Oh, that's a good question. 
deep. <laughs> it's a big question. It's my favorite one. It's a big question. Yeah, I uh, I don't know a lot of like the older like dead power lifters and like the those types of things. Okay. I never really <laughs> they didn't have it yeah. back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler was always like, "Oh yeah, this is a good documentary to watch. This is a good documentary to watch." I'm like, "Yeah, okay," and it never ended up happening. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I would probably ask more of a of a uh, current power lifter, uh, probably you know full power someone you know probably a female you know someone like me, just kind of um, how they do it, you know the everything the balance between you know um, you know work and training and you know what you're eating you know I I don't have the most fantastic diet in the entire world. 99% of the time I'll go in there with a beer. Cause I, I swear it is the best pre-workout. Um, but <laughs> I'll go in there and, and, and just try to lift. But I think being able to kind of dial in on, on, um, you know, my, my diet and my training and to learn from other people, learn and ask, I don't know if there's any specific person I would ask, um, specific advice from, but I, I think the, the best like well-rounded advice that I could get is from asking, you know, multiple people how they do yeah. things, how they train, how they lift, you know, what certain things do they do or what certain things are they thinking about when they're, you know, squatting or deadlifting or benching. Um, and to kind of form my own opinion and form my own way of saying, Hey, this is how I'm going to do it based on all these people saying this thing. This is how I'm going to, to, you know, try this out and see if it works. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. You sound like a little sponge, like you're just ready to like, I, I like to learn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me and me and my buddy Fabi from Ohio, uh, we, we call those who are easily coachable uh, sponges. They're, they're okay. a sponge. They, they absorb the information mm-hmm. and they also apply it, you know. So, right. yeah, it's just a F, FYE, FYI. I don't FYI. Know. <laughs> FYE. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that is also old. Um, okay, so our, our last question on here. If you could add, change, or delete any powerlifting rule out of meat, what would it be? I completely understand why they do it. It makes 100% sense. Like, I know it keeps everything fair, but I don't like the press command and bench. I want Nobody it gone. <laughs> yeah. I, I get, like, you know, keep it fair, but, like, it, there's such, like, a, you know, human factor in that you know, if you're, you're sitting there at the bottom, waiting for them to say something, well, I've already been down. I can be back up with it. And that, you know, that that's a full bench going down and coming back up. Mm-hmm. And, um, if I, if I could do any or change anything, it would be get rid of that and just, just bench it, just bench you it. know? Yeah. I, I don't really like hanging out down here. Cause you, you know, it feels like you're there for like a minute. You're just yeah. hanging out. It depends on the judge too, you know? And I feel like they give longer press commands with raw lifting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a girl, I think it was at the last meet that I was at, she was saying that she was, uh, benching and whatever meet that she was at prior to that, she said that when she was benching, she was down, she was waiting for a press command and they weren't giving it to her because the plates were still rolling on the bar. The bar wasn't completely what? stopped. It was oh. like the most wild thing to me. Like who does that? <laughs> oh, I would, that, that, oh, that pissed me off. Are you oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh, that, that's not fair. <laughs> that's no, not, that's, that's not a control. Yeah. That is, that is crap. I've never. Federation that was. Oh, I can only imagine. That's I have not a clue. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like something the USAPL or the USPA. Oh yeah. That's what it sounds like. So Uh, I don't. I I guess the same thing. (laughs) We go before I move. We move on. But uh, what? What? uh, 
What feds do you compete with or have competed with? Uh, I've competed with USPA. Uh, and then we we just recently moved over to APF. So basically it's whatever the gym's doing is kind of what I'm doing too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, right now I've been lifting in uh, the APF. I like it. I'll probably stay there for a while. Um, it's one of the oldest feds, one of the best feds. Yeah. I, you know, obviously in Ohio. Oh, Ohio, it's big. It's huge. Is that who you compete with? I used to when I was in Ohio. It was one of my most okay. primary feds that I lifted with because my gym owner the first uh, powerlifting gym I ever went to was called Blackstone's Gym. Okay. Uh, that's in a little area called West Lafayette, Ohio. Okay. Very, yeah. uh, very. No one's ever heard Emphasis of on the little <laughs> part of Ohio. A <laughs> uh, little, little spit on the map there. Uh, and the gym owner, John Blackstone, is actually the APF chairman for Ohio. Okay. So he hosted a lot of meets, uh, about three or four annual meets a year. Yeah. And, then, uh, and then we weren't far from Columbus where they had xcc and wabdo meets and well we were still in a, well, we were young and we were still in northeast ohio at, in my wallet at one point i would have like eight to ten different membership cards <laughs> as long as the meet was <laughs> an hour away hours, within I, two, hours, like, I would go and i didn't care what fed it was i'd sign up get a right. membership go compete so but that's changed a little bit in the, in the last 10 years yeah, virginia literally yeah. only has like uspa that's it. <laughs> like, and that's it. <laughs> the state is ruled by those two feds. So that's why I don't compete in this state. I have to yeah, travel outside travel, of the state. Texas, Florida, oh, yeah. you know, Pennsylvania, Jersey, New York. Yeah. Oh, a lot more travel. That's crazy. Um, yeah, you can so make it a vacation. We, we, we normally <laughs> we make a, we make a trip out of it if it's going to be that far, go and see oh, all yeah. the local stuff and everything. Yeah. Um, I don't have any more direct questions yet. I might think of a few in a few minutes, but okay. Um, so if you have anything for me, I want you to ask. I want you to ask me some questions if you have any. That is, how far have you traveled for a meet? Oh boy, uh, California. The, the furthest I traveled California. was California. We were in. Oh jeez, I don't remember the area. It was so long ago. I was there for a week. What was that harbor that you had the? Sure. I don't remember. I don't remember. So long, <laughs> Went to California for uh, one of Scott Mendelson's APF meets mm-hmm. back in okay. 2000, 2010. Maybe? Yeah, 2010, I think. And we flew out there. Me and my grandpa flew out there. Uh, we were just boyfriend and girlfriend at the time and uh, got out there. And we were going to go weigh in and everything. We were staying with my great aunt and uncle. And we, we drove to where Scott's gym was supposed to be up and it's mm-hmm. completely boarded up empty low no lights we're like this is a ghost town and we come to find out through email not through call or anything scott After the meet was already supposed to be started scott already. canceled the meet so we flew out there and then while we were out oh there, man scott canceled it um that was at the time where the uspa was first beginning so scott uh-huh. said Scott said, screw the APF. I want to move into the USPA with my good friend, Steve Dennison. So he's, this was supposed to be his last APF meet ever. But instead of hosting it, he just canceled it. And I was like, shit. So we, uh, we, ended, up have, we ended up finding a meet that same weekend, but an additional three hours away, up, which is actually a USPA meet. Okay. I bombed out. That, that sucked. Yeah. What a week. Uh, <laughs> what a week. Right. <laughs> 
my friend Tracy actually flew out there to help me as well. And I bombed out, so I felt really bad. But uh, I've also gone to Las Vegas for the Wab the Worlds. Texas. T- Texas. And Florida. Florida. Oh, you didn't Florida. No, I didn't go. We just went. I've competed in Oklahoma, <laughs> Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. All over Pennsylvania, Ohio. Uh, yeah, pretty much coast to coast. Jersey. No. Uh, From Jersey to California. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I've, I've, the furthest was Ohio to California. That was a pretty long trip. Oh. That'd be pretty cool, though, to, uh, you know, be able to kind of travel like that. I'd be interested in doing something like that, you know, obviously by, um, you know, plane and not driving that far, yeah. but. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cool. Uh, we, we, get, I've, I've got a pretty stacked beginning of this year right now. We've got, oh, gee, we got Florida again, Texas, Texas York twice. Uh, New York State, I think Syracuse is what it's called. In September. September, yeah. I've got a very, very, very stacked. Oh, then we're going Cincinnati, mm-hmm. beginning of April. I'm not not competing at the pro am. It's a female only beat, but uh, yeah. <laughs> They're right in. How be, would they <laughs> Very, very, very busy. Very busy uh, first half of the year. At least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you ever uh, you ever going to do a full power meet? Yes, I have before. Oh, you have? Okay. A lot of people don't know that. But yeah, I've got a junior total, don't we? I've got the highest 220 junior total. Um, still to this day, according to powerlifting. So when I was 20 years old at 220, I totaled 2410 with a 900 squat, an 810 bench, and a 700 pound deadlift. So okay. that was almost 12 years ago I did that. Um, so yeah, I've got plans uh, set in motion right now. Kind of made it public, well, quietly public a little while ago. Uh, that at the end of this year or beginning of the next, I want to debut and get into a single ply full power. Okay. That's kind of what I'm looking to do. So right now, I've gotten back into squatting, just raw right now. I just pulled my first successful, really good looking actual like form wise actual correct deadlift in my entire career. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I, I actually pulled an an actual deadlift. Not, I still look like a refrigerator bending over to pick up a barbell, but um, <laughs> I'm built to bench, which means I'm genetically shitty at deadlift. You know, yeah, but, I, I hear that happens. <laughs> that, well, I always I, tell I always tell people that when Andy Bolt from England was squatting twelve plus and deadlifting a thousand at a full meet, he was benching in the six hundreds. I, I feel like you can't, you can't be fantastic at all three lifts, especially gotta, when it comes to, especially when it comes to bench and, you know, bench and deadlift, you know, it's just, that's, that's correct. Body that's, mechanics, body mechanics are a lot different there. Yep. I'm going to have to build that total off of my first few lifts and then just pull whatever I can, because I know for a fact, I'm okay with this, that I can't deadlift. So you're getting better at it. You learned a lot this weekend. Oh, it's only day one. <laughs> and plus if you think about it yeah you'll you'll work towards it you'll get a better one and you have a better you have you have a better uh bench anyways so yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah who I'm needs to keep training for full power in the future but in the meantime still compete uh just in the bench uh that's what i that's what i really care about anyway so okay got a good plan right now are you uh ever going to go back to a uh, single or uh raw lifting nope. or do any kind of okay I have, uh, that's one of the most common questions I get online is, 
what about raw does raw interest you i'm like how many no not at all uh no i, I just i have my niche niche i'm saying i think it's niche 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 niche, I don't niche? 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 Like, niche? I don't know. well that <laughs> so that i it is equipped bench okay. um, and i and i finally had become the greatest equipped bencher back in june i know tiny surpassed me by a few pounds there uh, a couple months ago but so that that's truly what i'm best at okay. uh i you know i've delved into raw a little bit you know i finally i got my 405 bench for 20 reps not too long ago which is something i've been trying i tried that like i swear to god like a dozen and a half times before i finally got it <laughs> but we don't talk about that we talk about yeah exactly <laughs> uh so no I, I this doesn't interest me I, I i just don't i don't enjoy it i mean each each side of the sport you know, it has an extreme side. You got to be full equipped. You got full raw or classic, just classic raw, just raw. But in each one, I respect both equally because they both have their own unique set of challenges. Right. I just find equipped more fun, more challenging. A little bit safer. So, uh, yeah. You know, that's the other thing, too. Yeah, if you're gonna, if too. yeah. If you're trying to be the absolute best raw bencher ever, I mean, during handling, the, you got to handle the most weight. You know, ever done, exactly. and you're you're just you're 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 playing with fire. I do because if I rip something here or here or wherever, even just in training, if I do something that I don't even compete in, I just I'm benching raw and I hurt myself. Now I can't compete at all. Mm -hmm. Not even not even an equipment. So yeah, the risk factor is too high because I want to do this sport. This is kind of the analogy I use. I want to do this sport for decades, not just years. And I attribute my never getting injured in the sport, well, minorly, but not even, not even very minor, minorly, but I've never had a true injury because I've been in equipment almost my entire career. Okay. Yeah. That, that's kind of why I was in uh, knee wraps. I, mm -hmm. I like, I like, you know, the, I, I feel like I get more protection through the, through my knee wraps, like when I'm squatting than I do with knee sleeves. I, and right. I don't think I'll, I, I'll never I'll never use knee sleeves for a meet. No. And, you know, the other thing, too, that I, I tell people a lot is, you know, they're like, well, why don't you go raw? Why don't you do raw? And I'm like, for what? To please others? I'm not going to. No, I'm not. I'm doing what I want to do, how I want to do it for right. me. So if you never want to squat in sleeves, that's great because that's what you want to do. So I'm not going to come out here and bench raw or try to bench raw or competitively or whatever, because others want me to. Like, if I ever right. do it, it's because that's what I want to do. I'm going to get out of this sport what I want. That's it. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you have anything else you want to talk or ask? Yeah, I don't think so. Good place, cool. good place to wrap yeah, it up, I think? Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, you, you kind of answered things, I, or like answered my questions as you were talking so it kind of uh you know worked oh. out <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I, I do that sometimes yeah it happens <laughs> so uh everybody again stacy hartwig she's from the northern part of ohio actively competing she's getting close to her 400 pound squat she wants to bench 200 pounds to get those 400 pound deadlifts down the road which i don't think that road's going to be too far down the road uh getting into the 500 pound squats which is pretty prestigious and uh 
500 pound deadlifts and things like that. So uh, I want to thank you very much for both of us uh, for being here with us today. We really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate absolutely. it. <laughs> absolute pleasure. Um, reach out to either one of us if you ever need anything or want to talk. Okay. And, uh, again, thank you very much for being here with us today. All right. Thank you. Take care.